Welcome to I Am The Horse Witch, where we talk about all things horsey and witchy and all the in-betweens. Here's your space to work with magic and manifestation to achieve your goals, make your intentions a reality and live your best witchy life. I'm your host Tamara, so let's go. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to the show. I hope you all had a wonderful Yule and Christmas day and spent it with family, friends and loved ones. Or maybe you just managed to have some quiet me time. Whatever you did, I hope it was perfect. The actual day of Christmas can be stressful for some. So if this was the case, I hope you coped and got through it to the best of your ability. And maybe now you can just breathe a big sigh of relief. Christmas isn't for everyone. And as I've said last week, I love the season of Yule, but I do have some reservations sometimes about the actual day itself. Not always, but sometimes. And now we're into the New Year season. Today I'm going to share with you my favourite New Year ritual, which I've been doing for some time now. I would say probably for about the last eight years. New Year, as we know, is a fabulous time of new beginnings and starting afresh. I love this ritual as it covers quite a bit of ground as far as gratitude, reflection and intention. And we have a double magical whammy as it's a full moon tonight, December the 27th. So I'm going to incorporate that into the ritual. As this full moon is so close to New Year and the New Year ritual can be done any time over the next week or so, you don't have to do it New Year's Eve, although that would be perfect, but whenever you do it is perfect. The full moon is the perfect time to do a release ceremony prior. If you want to do the full version of the full moon release ritual, you can refer to my full moon magic episode from a couple of months ago. However, here's the short version. And after the hectic pace of Christmas, you may only have the energy left for the short version, depending on how you feel. This is so simple. You can do this any time you have the headspace and the time. It doesn't need to be when the moon is full in the sky, although this is perfect. As I'm a morning person, sometimes I get up really early in the morning before the sun comes up to do magic. Okay, Full moon release ceremony, short version. Get a piece of paper, write down everything that no longer serves you, that you don't need in your life anymore. Write down the full sentence. I let go of or I release or I banish, whatever feels best for you. And then follow it with whatever is the negative aspect of your life that needs to go. Toxic people, relationships, old memories, bad habits, lack of motivation, poor health, write it all down. Sometimes I end up with a list of about 20. I start off thinking there's only three and then before you know it, I have a full page. Once you've got your list, read through it. You can say it aloud or silently, whatever you feel more comfortable with and build your energy, feeling everything that no longer serves you. If you want to add a bit of magical power to this, light a white candle for purification and burn some frankincense or sage incense or some essential oil in an oil burner. 
Lavender is great for purification and lavender essential oil is easy to get and not too expensive. Remember, use what you have. If you have lavender in your garden, just pick some and put it in a vase while you're doing this. Now, get your list and burn that shit. Get rid of it. It's a full moon and a new year and you don't need that crap anymore. Remember, always be careful with fire. Uh, I use my fireplace and then sweep up the ashes. Another one is over the kitchen sink. Or if you've got a little cauldron, go for it. You get the picture. Then flush the ashes down the toilet. The flush symbolises the negativity being washed away. You are now fully cleansed and ready for your New Year reflection and intention setting. Find a time where you can be alone so that you won't be disturbed. You need some headspace to reflect on this one. Remember, this is your time. Get your magical journal. If you don't have one, sheets of paper will do just fine. You'll end up with three lists, so you need three sheets of paper if you're going to do it that way. Again, if you want to add some power, light a white candle or any colour will do the trick and some incense. This really just gets the atmosphere going and your spirit will feel it. List one. On your first page, write 10 things that you're grateful for in 2023. Head it with the title, Everything I'm Grateful For in 2023. I know that sounds so obvious, but it's clear and we love clarity. Gratitude works on a deep level in that whatever we feel and show gratitude for, we create more of that in our lives. Start each sentence with, I am truly, deeply grateful that, and then whatever it is you're grateful for in 2023. Think about everything from your animals to your family, health, any intentions you've achieved, any improvements you feel you've made in any area of your life. I've already done my first two lists. I did them the other day. And some of mine were, I am truly deeply grateful that all of my horses are healthy, happy, safe and sound. Um, another one was, I am truly deeply grateful that my dad is still alive and healthy. Uh, another one was, I am truly deeply grateful that I completed my film Why, which was a fucking enormous project. You get the idea. So on that list, you'll end up with 10 things that you're grateful for in 2023. List two. On a separate page, write the heading, things I could have improved upon in 2023. Now, make sure you don't beat yourself up. This is just reflection, just ruminating about the year, just in preparation for making your intentions for 2024. To give you some examples of my list, uh, okay, so one is I could have been more patient with my dad. Uh, just to let you know, he's legally blind and I drive him everywhere and do all his cooking, pick up his medication, etc. So that was one. Another, <laughs> also to do with my dad, um, I can drive dad with more generosity. That's another one. Another one is I can get a mobile phone carrier for when I'm riding instead of just winging it. I should be more safety conscious. 
And another one is, sometimes I'm a shit friend and don't return calls. So you get the picture. It's just about looking at your life, seeing where you can improve, seeing where you know that you dip down in either energy or motivation or intention and just going, oh, okay, so these are some areas of my life that I can work on. But remember, there's a difference between beating yourself up and being honest. And just so you know, uh, I've only read the ones that I feel comfortable sharing with. Trust me, you know, we need to keep just a few things sacred and just between myself and spirit. List three, this is the fun one. I haven't done this yet. I'm waiting for New Year's Eve to do this. Although I'm actually doing a breathing workshop New Year's Eve to bring in the new year. Now, breathing is not normally my thing. You know, meditation, breathing, my Aries planets seem to take over. I have three planets in Aries. But I'm going to pull on my Pisces sun sign and my Mars in Scorpio and go deep. And I'm going to breathe with the best of them. Okay, list three. At the top of our third list, you will write my 10 intentions for 2024. Write all of these in the present as if they've already happened. Think of all of the areas of your life that you have intentions in. Your horse riding, your health, your prosperity and abundance, your home and family, your friends and loved ones, your social life, your animals. What do you really really want. Dream big or small. Sometimes people just want to go for a trail ride in their horse. That's a goal. This is your space to dream and create and shape your 2024. So I haven't written mine, but it could be something like, my garden is a beautiful fairy garden. I add more hibiscus, some gardenias and azaleas to it. It looks stunning and I love spending time in it. That will definitely be on my list. And although that seems like a small goal, you just go, well, it's just a garden. Like, you know you can do it. You know you can go to Bunnings or Bunnings and, you know, buy some pot plants. You know, it does take some, it takes some time. It takes some energy. It takes some lifting to do it. And sometimes you just can't be bothered. But if it's on the list, then already spirit is going, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants, she wants those flowers. She wants that garden. And then it's my job to look for the signs. The, the abundance will come to me. And uh, before you know it, I'll have more fairy statues than I can shake a stick at. And another one on my list could be And Galahad and I do a dressage test in February and we are decent. He is calm, happy and relaxed and loves doing the patterns. We have fun. Remember, have fun with this. Allow your unconscious to take over so that it feels like automatic writing. Dig deep, dream big and allow your spirit to write. This will help your intellectual mind get out of the way and inhibit you with the old, well, that won't happen, because the how, it's not up to us. We have to let spirit guide us and allow our intuition 
to be responsive to the signs. When you've done this, write at the bottom my very favourite saying, and I always say this, may this or something even better now manifest for the highest good of all concerned. This allows for spirit to bring something even better into your life. Let's say on your list is a relationship with a particular person. Spirit may know that this is not in your best interests and will perhaps guide you to a better, healthier relationship. Our job is to be receptive to the signs. And then the really fun thing is next year, next New Year's Eve or next New Year period is to go back, have a look and see how many of those things manifested. And trust me, I guarantee, if not all of them. And you know what? The other thing is throughout the year, some of them, some of your intentions may change or you may let go of some because they don't feel relevant anymore. There's really no point in hanging on to something that you feel, ah, oh, you know, my energy's moved in a different direction. But I guarantee that at the very least, five you will have achieved five. I just feel it, I know it, and so it is. On a lot of people's list is health and wellness, as it should be, because our health is so important to us living a full life. Now, I'm going in a direction that um, we want to keep our skin healthy, but I will share with you that I am vain. I have Taurus rising, this is my excuse. And I read once, you know how you get those funny horoscopes that say all the bad things about star signs? Uh, well, this was also talking about rising signs. And I read once that Taurus rising has an unhealthy preoccupation with skincare and cosmetics. Well, I don't know about unhealthy, but yes, yes, I am obsessed with good skin. I put my hand up. So here is my oh-so-easy beauty oil recipe. Okay, so you can do this the easy way or you can do it the hard way or you can do it the cheap way or you can do it the more expensive way. But let's start with a jar, okay? So any jar, I just use coffee jars. That's my favourite because they've got lids which, um, which really hook on. So these are your three dried herbs or flowers. You're going to get some dried lavender, dried rose petals and dried jasmine. Here in Australia, I order it from Austral Herbs and I'll leave that uh, website in the show notes. You'll find most health food shops have small packets of exactly those three because they're quite easy to get. Dried rose uh, petals or the actual dried rose flower bud, lavender and jasmine, okay? And you're going to fill your jar. So start off with just a small jar. You're going to fill it half full of herbs. Now, you can either leave the herbs whole or you can put it in a blender just for around about three seconds because you don't want to powderize it too much because then uh, the oil is not easy to strain and you end up with uh, sediment in the oil. 
you probably end up with a little bit anyway, but that's fine. Then over these beautiful, powerful herbs, which are full of vitamin C and calming for the skin and jasmine is full of antioxidants. Then, as I say, the cheap way is to go to your supermarket and look at the very stretch, like if you could get some organic olive oil, that's not too expensive, Um, some fractionated coconut oil so that it's liquid and it doesn't go hard, Um, avocado oil, jojoba oil. Um, If you want to be a little bit more and perhaps spend a bit more money, there is, once again, I'll put this in the show notes, there's a website in Essentials in Australia and it has very reasonable rosehip oil, red raspberry oil, sea buckthorn oil, all amazing for the skin, full of antioxidants, helps with pigmentation, helps with dry skin, fantastic for anti-aging, for fantastic for um, particularly more mature skin. So my, my younger audience, uh, you probably... I think this will also be really good for you because it's not too heavy. So really, it's up to you and use your intuition, use your budget because it's still going to be amazing. Even if you just go, yep, I'm going to put the olive oil in. Mixing it with those dried uh, herbs and flowers, all that oil is going to extract that goodness. The carrier oil, which is the one that you pour in over the herbs, uh, that depends, you know. If uh, let's pretend that <laughs> let's pretend that I don't know me, and I go, oh yeah, that that woman said, look on N Essentials, and I'm looking through the carrier oils, and I go, geez, that um, <laughs> that apricot oil is really speaking to me. Apricot oil is not that expensive. You don't need a huge amount. You might just buy hundred mil. And you could mix it with some olive oil and some fractionated coconut oil so that, as I say, it's not that hard one. It's the one that stays liquid um, even if even in colder weather. And you might mix those three oils. Allow your intuition to speak to you. You might put wheat germ oil in it. So you end up with a jar. So you might have put your herbs in the blender for three seconds just to ground them, grind them down a little bit more. Or you could be very witchy and use your mortar and pestle. Then you put those, you put that in the jar with your oil of choice on top or your three oils. Uh, if you've seen the reel I made, I used um, what did I use? I used apricot oil red raspberry, rosehip and sea buckthorn. Then I'm going to let it marinate for two weeks, even better for four. And every now and then I'm going to macerate it. Macerate is a very glamorous word for shake the jar. So you're going to shake the jar probably, you know, a couple of times a week. And after two weeks, if you go, yes, my skin is needing it right now, I can't wait four weeks. Then you get a bowl, you put an old T-shirt over the top or anything that you don't want to use anymore and you strain it and then you squeeze out as much of that oil as you possibly can. 
And then you have the most beautiful oil. I call it Lady of the Lake oil. And then you can put perhaps put some essential oils in it. You could put lavender or rose, chamomile. Um, lemon is great if you've got pigmentation. Sweet orange is great if you've got pigmentation. And carrot seed essential oil is brilliant for anti-aging. Okay, and if you are lucky enough, but this is a little bit expensive, to happen to find some helichrysum essential oil, your face will be lifted. Okay, now that's just really, really good for um, uh, antioxidant in, uh, enriching the skin and firming it. Frankincense and myrrh are also really good. Don't go heavy on the essential oils. Um, because they can burn. Okay. So when I say probably about 10 drops is enough, uh, depending on how many different essential oils you're using. Don't go too hard. So that's my beauty oil. And all of those flowers are connected to goddesses. Uh, lavender is connected to Rhiannon, and she is also a goddess of beauty. Roses are connected to Aphrodite, to Queen Guinevere, the goddess Guinevere, who was apparently very attractive. Uh, so, you know, she had the affair with Lancelot, and um, she was a very, very desirable woman. And jasmine is also connected to Rhiannon, you know, small white flowers, any kind of white flowers. And as I say, she's a goddess of beauty. And Rhiannon is also connected to the Lady of the Lake, which is why, and Queen Guinevere, which is why I call it the Lady of the Lake beauty oil. And really, it's what I've given you is a basis. You can do more research and you can manipulate that recipe so that you come up with your very own beauty oil. Okay, I thought I'd end today with, um, with a card pull for us all because it's a new year. So rather than being it for a particular person, it's for us all just to see what the energy for the new year is, um, perhaps, uh, you know, the little vibes of 2024 for us witchy folk. And let's see what the cards say. I've pulled out one of my favourite packs for this podcast um, just because it's got a really beautiful light feel, which is the Wild Wisdom of the Fairy Oracle by Lucy Cavendish. I have a lot of other Oracle decks, but some of them are quite dark and and quite dense and quite intense, which sometimes I feel is appropriate. I think I've used one of those. I've used a couple of those decks before, but definitely for today, I feel the Fairy Oracle is perfect. So let's see what it says. Okay, so... The energy for the year ahead is that of Greenman's door, okay? Portals to fairy, the wheel of the year. And it has a strong accent on walking between the worlds, walking between um, the mundane world and that of fairy and spirit and portals. So I'm going to... Lucy Cavendish says it way better than I ever could. 
So I'm just actually going to read her meaning, okay? Because I think that this is really clear, it's really succinct, and I think in her words, you'll find perhaps, because fairy portals can be a little bit, um, look, let's just say she says it absolutely perfectly, okay? It being her deck and all. You're about to pass through a potential doorway of time. Thus, you will soon have access to other dimensions and realities, including that of the fairy. It is time to consider becoming a walker between the worlds, to draw back the veil and to part the mists. To do so will bring healing, change and powerful magics into your current reality. Ask the Greenman and the, Greenman and the Fairy Maiden for permission to enter and make an offering. Then prepare for deep, beautiful, abiding change. Make an offering, place your hand on the door and push ever so gently. Then she will open. Okay, I would say that for everyone listening to this podcast, the interest in the things that we can't see would have to be relevant. And look, yes, the last two episodes have not been very horsey, although next week is extremely horsey. And the non-horsey people may just uh, sort of go, hmm, okay. Uh, but I would say most people listening to this uh, have a strong belief in spirit, have a strong belief in what we can't see. And perhaps our portals to the other world this year are more open, there is more intention to go through them, there is more opportunity, there's more awareness, and so that the spirit world will be much closer and the portals are easier for us to go through. And as as Lucy Cavendish says, then the healing will occur, okay? So the healings, the gifts the blessing that the world of spirit, fairy, guides, they have to offer us, that connection, that gift is clearer and easier to access. Remember, it's an exchange. If you're going to go through the fairy portal, remember, always leave an offering. My favourite offerings for fairies are a little bit of honey, um, crystals, flowers. Apparently they love dairy. <laughs> so maybe a bit of cream. Okay. And I always leave it near a rose bush or lavender because they're created to fairies. Guys, have a fantastic new year. So much love to you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Um, you can always help me out by liking, rating, reviewing, following, and that's enough about me. <laughs> you have a great new year. If you ever want to write to me, I'm on I am the Horsewitch at in on Instagram. You can always DM me, give me any feedback, anything that you would like to hear about, perhaps um, something that you've been working on, um, or if you if you need a ritual to for something, I can see what I can come up with. Guys, have a great new year. Bye.